to a special edition 808s and hot takes podcast episode not episode 11 just a special bonus episode for y'all it's like a 10.5 yeah this yeah this is this episode 10.5 we'll we'll call it that episode 10 and a half if you couldn't tell from the intro we clearly got a reason why we're doing this special episode today of course today is the anniversary recording this saturday morning september 7th the anniversary of the death of both one of our favorite rappers, a legend, the greatest white rapper to ever live, quite frankly. It's a legend. It's not even a debate because fuck Jeezy, fuck Eminem, and fuck Macklemore. They're well, not no, not fuck Jeezy and Macklemore. They're all right. Fuck Eminem though. Yeah, we don't really care yeah. for Eminem like that. Yeah, we don't we don't bang with Eminem at all. To be honest, all, all that renegade shit, get that shit out of my face. But it's a, it's a sad one. This is gonna be a sad episode, y'all. Get ready for the feels. Get ready. I'm I'm gonna cry before the episode's over. I'm gonna be frank with y'all. I'm gonna keep it a buck. <laughs> We here to honor the legend Mac Miller. The kid. The kid Mac Miller, man. Blue Slide Park. Mac Miller. Pittsburgh Zone. The greatest white rapper to ever live, Mac Miller. Died one year ago one year ago today due to an overdose. Man, it's it's crazy how this uh how it went it went so fast. It yeah, went man. slow but it went fast. Cause like when he first died it was like it was like it hit and it was like Bro, I, I it, cried that night. It hit like, like it was a like it was like a really weird like a couple days, just like yeah. that. Mac Miller is dead, bro. And like his, um, if you've never seen his NPR Tiny Desk, bro, go go watch that because it, it's fantastic. And it, it it was almost like ominous because yeah. the album was all about depression yeah. and struggling. And like, he seemed very happy. Like yeah, he like, was like I'm in a good place right now. He, you know, yeah. Like I, I wrote I wrote a whole blog. Like, <clears throat> y'all can find it on WordPress. That's Turtle with a Pen or Turtle with a Pen WordPress. Whatever the link is, y'all y'all Google it. Y'all can find it. But I wrote a, I wrote an album review about it, and I, I said like the album was like. That shit was like a roller coaster. Like it took you on the ups and downs of depression. There was happy songs, there was sad songs, there was happy songs, there was sad songs, and it went. It would be like every other song, every two songs, it would switch. Yeah. But it ended with two thousand nine, which was happy. Then there was one more song after it, and the last song was like not happy but not sad. It was like okay, I made it through this journey, and here's to the next journey. Here, here's to the next battle with depression. I'm, I, I won this one. I'm gonna win the next one. Yeah. And then fucking like three weeks later, this nigga OD like. Crazy. And like, not to say that he didn't have like a problem, because obviously he he spoke on it. He said it himself. He had a drug addiction. Yeah. But he shouldn't have died. Like the it, it, this actually happened this week, ironically enough. Yeah, his drug dealer got arrested. Yeah, because like it's not even that he was selling drugs; it's that he sold drugs laced with fentanyl. Yeah. And people were like, "Well, I mean, selling drugs is illegal anyway. Why is that extra illegal?" I was like, "Okay." So they were like, "If I buy liquor and I die, if I overdose on like uh, like over like flood my liquor with or my liver with liquor and I die, how's that their fault?" I'm like. I'm like the difference is you chose to buy liquor. If if you went to go buy liquor and they gave you cyanide in the liquor bottle and you died, that's their fault because yeah. they lied to you about what they gave you. Exactly. So they they cut his drugs with fentanyl, which the only reference one I, I know fentanyl be killing niggas. That's like a big thing right now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it kills someone as well. Yeah, it's it because that's that shit's hard. Like, oh, you know what? When Demi Lovato OD, she almost died with fentanyl. fentanyl? Okay. They, they they cut her shit with fentanyl. And she almost died. They luckily they got to her in time. No one got to Matt. Matt could have lived, but no one got to him in time. The only reference point I have for what fentanyl does to people is um this is gonna be a random ass shit, but if you've seen the show Euphoria, F E N T A N Y L. Why do I know that? That's how much time I spend on Twitter. Um, yeah, I would never guess that spelling. Um, but yeah, no, I I only know how strong it is because of fucking Euphoria. That show on HBO is Zendaya. If you haven't seen it, it's a great fucking show. Shameless plug to you. So HBO for that one. But, like, a drug dealer made her take uh, fentanyl to fuck with her drug dealer. Like, just to fuck with him. Yeah. And she almost, she almost OD'd. And they had to, like, get her, hit her with the Narcos and, or the Narcan and shit and save her. And she's a drug addict in the show. So she was, like, her character was, like, I almost died. But that was the greatest high I've ever felt in my life. Like, that shit, that that's, shit, that's just some super, super fucking opiates. That's scary to, that's scary to think about. The fact that you almost died, but, hey, it was a good ass high. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. But she was like, I know I can't take it again. Because that, it's like, it's like someone who does heroin. Like, Holy shit, that was awesome. I should never do that again because I might die. But yeah, fentanyl kills niggas, man. That shit's like, it's, it's like a super drug. They've called it a super drug more than once. So, fuck that drug dealer, man. Like, 
What's crazy? I saw a tweet to, uh, the day of though. That's crazy. It's like they were like, you know, what's crazy is Mac Miller probably wouldn't want that nigga to go to jail. Yeah, he'd be like, nah, bro. But you're he'd be like, you, you're you're an asshole. But you know what, man? Like, don't talk. Just don't talk to me no more. You're good yeah. though, because that's that's how Mac Miller is. Like, he's not. He just wasn't like a fucking angry dude, man. This nigga was just positive. He, I hate that. Like, not that I would want it to be anybody else, but that nigga was so fucking positive. He was though. Like Mac Miller's albums held me down. Like, like mixtapes held me down. His albums held me down. Swimming came out last summer, and that shit was like. It's fantastic. I was going through it bad. That's when I had graduated college. I couldn't find a job in my field. I I I had quit my job, so I was like unemployed. Yeah. And I was struggling bad, and then swimming came out. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's not crazy, but it makes sense when when people say, "Yo, you saved my life," or Bro. like, "Yo, you helped me through the cer- certain time and period of my yeah, life." Yeah, like, and it's true though because like we we have nothing else to to like. Okay, well, we have friends this and other, but yeah, at the end of the day, when you're by yourself, music is the only the other thing that can help you out. Yeah, like our art holds you down in a yeah. special way, and it, it makes it personal because it's like we don't know Mac Miller. We never knew that nigga. Yeah, but his music. His music made you feel yeah. like you knew him. Because yeah. it's like, yo, you, you were dealing with what I'm dealing with. And that's fucking crazy that there's another person who can put... Not even just another person who's dealing with what I'm dealing with. But another person who can take what I'm dealing with and put it in such a beautiful way. Yeah. At, at, to, make, to make it into music. Because it's not like he just was like, you know, a fucking activist or a speaker on depression. He made music out of that shit. He took depression and he put that shit on a beat. That he made. He made a beat out of his depression and then rapped about his depression crazy. on that beat. And that shit is beautiful. Like, it's just... It's just crazy, man. I'm already tearing up. We only, we only six minutes in. I'm finna cry this episode, man. I'm Mac, telling y'all. Mike Miller has done numerous things. Yeah, like he just... Uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Because, like, going back to, like, the kids' mixtape and the um the Blue Slide Park mixtape... Didn't Prince die from fentanyl? Who? Prince. Actually, I think he did. Either him or Michael Jackson. One of them died from fentanyl, too. It was Prince. Yeah. And Tom Petty. I don't know who Tom Petty is. Yeah, he's... I'm pretty sure he's a famous white person. And, you know, we don't know those people. Mm. But yeah, no, Prince died from fentanyl too. I think he, his was an, I don't know if it was an OD or like, <coughs> I think he might have been prescribed it, but he took too much, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Prince died from that shit too. That shit's taking legends, man. But yeah, like, I mean, Kids, Blue Slide Park, like, these out, like, those mixtapes held me, like, uh, what's, what's that shit? Wow, I literally am blanking on the name of the mixtape. Um, Shame on you. I'm, I'm embarrassed, I can't remember it right now. Uh, it's, it's like a good, not a good day, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about. Best best day, best ever. day ever. Thank okay. you. I was like, I was like, not a good day. That's some, that's some chance shit. So, yeah. Nah, best day ever. That that mixtape. When I used to deliver pizza, and work at the gas station, I used to fucking hate my life and hate my job. Best, I would get up work, even though if I had a shitty day. Best day ever would just hold me down. That shit made me feel like, you know what, man, the day's not so bad. Yeah. Tomorrow might be better. Like tomorrow definitely will be better. Yeah, like it's man. It's like I said, it, it and it goes back. It goes back to those like early mixtapes, like six, seven years ago. That it's like this nigga Mac Miller was doing the fucking thing. Like, yeah, and it, and it sucks like when he died because like his albums were getting better. Mm-hmm. Cause he made dope. He was a backpack mixtape rapper, like just rapping, talking shit, talking about how dope he is, like cool sneakers, that kind of shit. Then he became a good album maker where he was making like really like introspective shit, like watching movies with the sound off. Yeah. I mean, Divine, Fe- uh, Divine, uh, Feminine, Feminine, and Swimming were like really, really, yeah, good. and even Good AM, yeah, like those, those, especially Divine Feminine and Swimming, those were like concept albums. Like he yeah. actually like went from I make good mixtapes to I make cool albums to I make concept albums. I make he was improving, like his trajectory was going up. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out what out what song what song is my favorite album. On. My favorite song is Diablo from, from I don't know if you ever heard that song. Yeah, sings fire. I'm trying to figure out what album is it on. Just search the song. I could do that too. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this morning. Um, but yeah, nah, it's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, so you said Diablo is your favorite Mac Miller song? Diablo is fine. I'm, I'm trying to think of my no, favorite Mac Miller song. You think about it. Diablo was. Oh, okay. Diablo was my ringtone for like a smooth year. Wow, shout out to ringtones. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Faces. What? Faces. There you go. Oh. Alright, so your favorite is Diablo. I'm trying to think of my favorite Mac Miller song. This is gonna be kind of a corny pick and like a popular pick, but this is because I'm a feelings ass nigga. Um, on Divine Feminine, the song he made with Ariana Grande, because it was like a more serious version of the way, like you of know, course. they because they had the way like the, the kind of fun one, the I love the way that was goofy, but the the, the Divine Feminine that shit like that you know, I'm a, I'm a feelings y'all know I'm light skinned man I'm a feelings ass nigga. Yeah, I love the idea of love and shit is fucking beautiful to me. So uh, what's what's my favorite part? That's what it's called. I have to look it up. My favorite part with well, Ariana Grande. This is is it even on Google Play? Cause we will play. Don't have the mixtapes. Cause y'all not real. Oh yeah, it's a good. It's a mixtape. Cause y'all not real. That's true. Shut up. I bet Spotify has it. Who cares about Spotify? Me, nigga. I pay for it. Whatever. 
Um, but yeah, not not divine. Like it's like I said, it's a corny pick, and it's like a everybody probably loves that song pick. But I just like I said, I like the idea of love, and like Mac expresses that shit in a really dope, like yeah, real way, very very cool way, and and it's very real because yeah, it's very, not very it's, it's cool not just like love is dope and everything's happy. It's like I mean, no, like shit's I mean, hard. You like, think you're about, my favorite part, like it's it's not in the same wave as the, as that song, but dang with uh, with oh hundred percent, it's one of his best songs, it, uh, fantastic song. Because, like, the Divine Feminine, like, this, is a t- this is a whole ass tangent, but this episode has no plan, so we're just going to talk. Yeah. And we're going to talk, so we're done talking about Mac Miller. But, no, the Divine Feminine, like, he took the idea of, like, love and, like, the, like, the Divine Feminine mystique, the idea of, like, what women are to us, like, and he put that shit into a concept album where he talked about love, but not just, like, love is happy and it's dope and we're going to have a good time. Love is hurt and love is pain. And it, it's fucking hard yeah. and it's, it's going to beat your ass some days and it's going to make you feel like everything's worth it other days, like... And he just went back and forth. And, like, he had that song. Cinderella with Ty Dolla Sign, yeah, your boy? Of course. Come on. It's nothing to say. And shout out to Ty Dolla Sign. This is another reason he's a real nigga. He did, when he did his Tiny Desk, it was a year. It was a one, exactly one year. He did, he did a tribute. Yeah. Exactly one year after Mac did his Tiny Desk last year, Ty, uh, Ty Dolla Sign did one. And he closed it with Cinderella. Yeah. And he said, like, this is an honor of Mac Miller. Because like, yeah, it's not even his song. That's Mac Miller's song. But he's on yeah. it. And he was like, no. We're and he didn't even he had no, he didn't have anybody rap Mac's parts. They just did the hook and the beat. And whenever it was time for Mac to rap, they were just quiet. They just, let the, they, yeah. they just played the instruments and let it ride. Because it's like, that's that's his part. He's not here to do it. Because, like, yeah. you know, Ty Dolla Sign, a fucking feature-ass nigga, he probably would be like, hey, Mac, like, come out, come. He would have fucking brought Mac out from the crowd if Mac could have. Of course. Just to rap his verse and then leave again, like. But, yeah, so we. Because Mac Miller is that nigga. Like, swimming is like a ride through depression. Like, the way I took it was, like. He learned to swim. Like he was drowning in depression. That shit was drowning him. He learned so to swim. He's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta cope with this. I gotta find some way to, uh, to figure out, like, yeah, like how to, how to survive it. Because yeah. it's like I'm gonna be in the water regardless. I'm not getting out of the water. Yeah. But what I can do is learn to swim, exactly. so I don't fucking drown and die. And then you know, life took him anyway. Yeah. But it, it wasn't even like the depression didn't win. Like it was a fucking accident. Yeah. Again, he was he was fine. He was okay. Obviously. Him doing the drugs was not the best idea. Yeah, but. like he he was clearly addicted, but like I mean, shit. I, I've said it. I've said it. This is like a personal philosophy. I think we're all addicted to something. Yeah. Who said? That? I th- who, actually, someone said that on the song. I think Chance said that. I think we're all addicted. Yeah. On oh, no, Cocoa Butter Kisses. Cocoa Butter Kisses. Yeah. yeah, like we're all addicted to something. Like whether it might not be drugs or alcohol or a substance, <coughs> it might not be gambling or some wild shit or cigarettes. Like, but it could be like you addicted to love. You're addicted to your a person. You're addicted to your job. You're addicted to, you're addicted to work. Like, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah, we all have something that keeps. We all have some some something that's probably not healthy that keeps us going. Yeah. And if Max is drugs, man, who the fuck am I to tell him like how to live? Yeah. He was making it work, and then some fucking drug dealer fucked him over. So fuck that nigga again. Going to jail. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fuck that nigga at least ten times this episode. Fuck that nigga. You go to prison. Yeah. I'm glad he's going. Fuck that nigga. You you I, you like not even just because you're selling drugs that are less offensive. I don't even care about that part. I don't even care about drug. I don't find drug dealers that offensive. Fuck you for taking Mac Miller from us. Not defending all part. That's dangerous as a whole. I mean, it's dangerous to everybody. It's a public health issue. But fuck you for killing Mac Miller, my nigga. That's I'm gonna assume you killed Prince. That, that, that. I'm just blaming him for that too. That, no, that, he killed Prince. That doesn't make any sense. You realize that? I'm not. I'm, it, I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with grief. It's irrational. Fuck that nigga. No, I'll give you this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so I, I mean, music aside, like, and Mac Miller also produces. Which if you if you don't know, go Google Larry Fisherman. That's actually his alias. When he does production credits, when, it's not under Mac Miller. It's under Larry Fisherman. So he actually has a. He's produced a ton of songs, his own and for other people, like Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler, The Internet. He's helped, he's got production credits with uh, Wiz Khalifa. Like, he's got hella production credits, and people don't know that because it's under the alias Larry Fisherman. That's his alternate name. Which is a very wonderful name. Yeah, it's a fucking fuck. Larry Fisherman. Uh, that was that, that was that. He actually had a secret. Like you know, he actually had a secret Instagram that was like Larry Fisherman, but it was like private. Mm-hmm. So like, it got uncovered when he died. They made they they made it. Excuse me, they made it public, but it was like not his official Instagram. It was like a private. It wasn't even verified. Yeah, so if y'all want to go, I mean, you can't follow it. You can follow it now, but it don't make no sense. But go look at it because no posts are coming, obviously. But yeah, and like I said, music aside, though, like we know he's a great rapper, great producer, the best white rapper to ever live. Easily, nigga, fuck Eminem. Say that again. Mm-hmm. But uh, but not like the other thing is like he just seemed like a really dope ass person. Like, mm-hmm. like when he passed, like, and we knew this because like before he passed, I never heard anybody say they don't like Mac Miller. Not, like, fans. I mean, like, in the industry. Like, other rappers, singers, producers. Like, from the street niggas to the indie niggas to the pop stars. Like, he dated, he dated fucking Ariana Grande. Exactly. So, like, she, she's a pop star. I mean, now she's doing, like, more hip-hop-y shit because that's what's popping right now. But, like, 
she's not like she's not uh and she's not a hip-hop person but she da- she dated her so it's like he like i said he just went through what's it called he he was cool with everybody this man was chilling kodak kodak fucking black like why why are you and kodak friends that's cool mac miller is from a, a white boy from pittsburgh he should not be friends with kodak black but he was that's pretty dope and then like and g's G got the screenshots pulled up he's gonna, he gonna pull them up g's got the screenshots like this man, the 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 love he got when he died, which was not, and I, you know, because I hate this personally, don't show a nigga love after he died, <coughs> if you don't show up beforehand. Yeah. But they showed these people showed him love when he was alive. Yeah, because there's literally people, there's literally instances where they are together. They yeah. are making music together. Yeah, like if if you check the Twitter page today, we actually tweeted out like a whole thread of like why Mac Miller is fucking dope, and it includes a lot of pictures of like him kicking it with our future, him kicking it with Chance the Rapper, him and Schoolboy Q like blowing blunts down, and just hanging out like Jay Z's tweets. Jay Z, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Jay Z sweet in a minute. That that's one of the best things I ever heard. But um, yeah, like when he passed, I think there, there's a bunch of heartfelt ones. The one I think that stood out to me the most was Chances, because he said what he said. He he tweeted two things. He said, "I don't know what to say." Mac Miller took me on my second tour ever, but beyond helping me re- launch my career, which Chance the Rapper's a fucking megastar now, and yeah, he said yeah. Mac launched my Mac put me on. Yeah. Which is cra- I mean, it's crazy, but you have to think about it. Mac Miller is older. Yeah, he's a little bit older than them. He yeah, had like he had a studio chance. in Cali. Like he's he... more he's more the age of like Gambino. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he might be a little younger. He's like in his late twenties. Chances chances maybe like two or three years. Yeah, younger. Gambino's in his thirties, isn't he? Yeah, he's like oh, in his thirties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mac's like in his late. Well, he, but he he had been established since he was a teenager, so he's yeah, been out sure. here because he had Donald Trump. Yeah, and uh, the the kids mixtape, the faces yeah. mixtape, like he was he was out there, he was out there. Him and Wiz Khalifa yeah. came up at like the same time yeah. from Pittsburgh, which I didn't even know niggas rapped in Pittsburgh like that. And then we got two greats from them, like mm-hmm. yeah. So Chance said he took me on my second tour ever, but beyond help, but beyond helped me launch my career. It's not even just the career shit. It's not the music shit. It's that he's a good fucking person. It's the friendship that they built. Yeah, he's like, well, beyond helped me launch my career, he was one of the sweetest guys I ever knew. Great man, I loved him for real. I'm completely broken. God bless him. And then, and then four minutes later, it's like he was still in shock. He had to keep tweeting. He's like, I'm, I'm not done. I got more shit to say. Yeah. He said it's so crazy because Earl, Earl, Earl Sweatshirt, obviously, literally hit me up this morning. Him and Vince, Vince Staples, Vince Staples, a hood ass nigga, Chance the Rapper, a positive ass nigga, Earl Sweatshirt, a depressed weirdo ass nigga, all friends with Mac Miller. They have the four of them being friends don't even make sense. That's some fucking wrestling yeah, shit. Yeah, really, some wrestling. That, that, that's some wrestling <laughs> faction tag team shit where you have four weird ass personalities put together. <laughs> Like, cause why the those four niggas should not be yeah, friends? They really should not. They're, they're Vince Stable really, should not bang yeah, with them. Like they're really not from the same. Like Vince Stable's a fucking crip from Long Beach. Earl Sweatshirt's a weirdo from L.A. Like a weirdo. Yeah. Shout out Earl Sweatshirt though. His last, his last album was fire. Chances from Chicago. Chances like a like a like a dancing ass goofy ass nigga from Chicago and Mac Miller's a, a drug using fucking nigga from white boy from Pittsburgh. They all love Mac Miller though. That's all. Yeah. That, that's their homie. Like they said, uh, love right there. him and Vince were real friends. I met at a pivotal time in my life through Mac. And that's like that's the thing that I saw a lot too. Is a lot of people like, "Yo, Mac Miller introduced me to someone," because like he was like, "Yo, you're dope, you're dope. Why aren't y'all friends?" Seriously, he was just like, "Schoolboy Q and Vince Staples are hood niggas who knew each other before they were rappers," and he was like, "Hey, y'all met Odd Future? Do y'all know Tyler and Earl? They cool as fuck too. Like they're weird, but now nah, you gonna like them." And they yeah. ended up being friends. Like Chance is like, "Hey, I know this nigga from Chicago. He a goofy ass nigga, but he cool, man. Come chill with us." Like Chance rappers in the group now. Like he's like, "Have you met Sid and the Internet and or Steve Lacey and like they they do this whole funk thing? They're a band." No, nah, but they cool nigga come chill with them like and they just be com- they're all cool with each other now cuz Mac like yeah. and it's just weird that Mac can be cool with all those different types of people and bring them together like because Mac is Mac. I mean it's it's crazy how like what's well, not crazy cuz he's a very positive guy. He like, like obviously he's been dealing with a depression for about the last couple of years. Yeah, and that, that those, he, and those tend to be the most positive people. Yeah. Cuz they got their own demons but they don't want to put that shit on you. Exactly. So he's very positive around people. He's very, you know, loving and he wants to share the love and that's literally how he brought everybody together. Yeah. Which is pretty cool and pretty dope of him. And then another, the other tweet, Earl Sweatshirt wasn't like, I'm not, not going to read the whole thing because it was just like peace to the Miller family, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, the, fir- the first sentence of it was a thing that like I knew about because Vince Staples had talked about it. But Earl Sweatshirt, he tweeted, the man was too generous. He extended his home to all of us. Peace to the Miller family. We're hurt and blah, blah, blah. But like that that thing like that that I because I knew that happened already like mm-hmm. Mac had Mac had a, like, he's from Pittsburgh but he had a crib in L A after we started rapping and shit so he had a house in L A with a studio and Vince Staples actually told a story this is after Mac Miller died because uh, like people asked him like yo how do you feel about Mac we know it's your boy he didn't want he did not want to talk about it Vince Staples dad was like people keep asking me and I don't fucking want to talk about this but he said like. Because Vince Staples will say, like, in interviews, he never planned to be a rapper. He was just a, he was just a literally a crippin' ass nigga who, who got kicked out of high school a bunch of times. Yeah. And was like, 
he heard his homie was like, yo, you can make mad money if you do shows rapping. He's like, oh, word. So he learned, he tried to learn how to rap. His first couple mixtapes, if you listen, he's not even on beat because he had to learn how to rap. He did not know how to rap. He, he did not come up. He was like, he, he always say like, I was not the nigga in high school with a notebook full of rhymes. I wanted to be a rapper. He's like, nigga, fuck rapping. He's like, it made me money though. So, and I, le- I learned to be good at it. So it was dope. But he said like, when he first came up, he didn't have like, he, this nigga don't have a studio. He don't even know how to rap. He don't even know how to do this shit. But Mac Miller had heard his mixtapes and he's in LA and Mac was like, hey, come out to LA. Come to the studio. Yeah, I got you. It's free. Stay at the crib. Like he didn't, he didn't charge him for studio time. He didn't charge him to stay at the crib. Vince Apple's literally just stayed at his house and made music for a couple weeks. Love. And Mac was just like, yeah, nigga, come through. Like, I got the studio. Like, you're good. Like, Sid, Sid and Steve Lacey and Tyler, the creator of Odd Future, they said the same thing. Mac was just like, hey, come to the crib. Let's make some beats. Like, why, mean, why would you pay for studio time when you can come to my house? Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's literally that type of dude to literally just invite anyone to his house. Yeah, like. And, like, just be generous. Again, be generous and just be a nice, loving guy. Like, Mac Miller should be afraid of Insane. Like, it's, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I've seen, like, videos of him, like, or just, like, random interviews or whatever. Oh, there, there's and, so many random ass videos of him. They're hilarious. They're funny. And he's just very, a happy guy. Yeah, they just, it's, they're it's just, it, it's trash. Everybody's laughing around that. Like, and that's the kind of person, like, I mean, we're. As friends, we know, like, we're like that. Like, you yeah. want to be around people who make you laugh and shit that you yeah. have a good-ass time with. And, like... I could have sworn he had, like, a YouTube show or something like that. I think him and Schoolboy Q did. Like, I, mean, I think they just made, like, one video. And they were like, it's the, it's the whatever YouTube show. And I don't think it was actually like, a real thing. But they, they made videos and shit. Like, yeah, like, him and Schoolboy... Like, Schoolboy Q is a thug. Like, a literal... I don't mean thug, like, in the pejorative, like, white people way. Like, he's a, thug, he's, thug. He's a hood-ass nigga. Like, thug, Schoolboy thug. Q has de- definitely has bodies. He's a same same for Vince Staples, but like Schoolboy Q's an, and his Schoolboy Q's older too. Vince Staples is a young nigga, so maybe. Oh, what am I talking about? He had a show on freaking uh, MTV. Oh, true. Oh, or VH1. I forgot that. Yeah, I used to watch the show all the time. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, school like Vince Staples is like a hood nigga, but he's also a young a young nigga, so I could see him and Mac Miller being friends. Schoolboy yeah. Q's like an OG hood nigga. He's like yeah. in his thirties. Like he should not be cool with this twenty seven year old white bo- goofy ass white boy. <laughs> but but their videos like schoolboy Q was always schoolboy Q don't even smile like that. But when, when he was around Mac, Mac, it was completely different. Yeah, it was just smiles, bro. This nigga, this nigga was smiling, laughing, like doing skits. What there? Were, I, I I credit Mac Miller for schoolboy Q being willing to put on that big ass fucking alien head in the Babushka Boy video. <laughs> Cause like Mac Miller had him doing like goofy ass skits, and this man's like, I'm a I'm a street nigga. I don't do this. And Mac, Mac's like, come on, bro. And stop it. it. And like, like stop it. And bro. Mac's that friend that's like. Bro, you know this shit gonna be funny. You're like, all right, nigga, fine. I'll put the wig on. Like, <laughs> like nigga, I ain't trying to wear no fucking wig, but I'm, I'll wear one for you, Mac. For you, I'll put a wig on. And and that shit's hilarious, like, because Mac wasn't wrong. Like, she was fantastic. Yeah, like, the if you go on, like I say, if you go on our Twitter page, we have, like, maybe, like, eight screenshots of, like, posts from different celebrities and shit. Like, John Mayer posted about him. Ariana Grande obviously was mourning him. G Easy, Post Malone, those are all white people. I didn't mean to just name all white people just now. But Little Yachty. Yachty had a post. Earl Sweatshirt had a post. Vince Staples had a post. Schoolboy Q had a post. Chance had two posts. Kalani. Like Kalani, she she was like, "Yo, we were just supposed to go." And her post wasn't even like we were supposed to make a song together. She's like, "We were supposed to go go to Ohana's this week. Like we were supposed to hang out because yeah. you're my friend. Like not just like we we're not just like some nigga I know who makes music. You're my friend, and we were supposed to hang out this week, and now you're fucking gone. Like that's I couldn't imagine that shit. I couldn't imagine if, like we we were supposed to kick it on Friday." And then on Tuesday, you're not here no more. The fuck? Like, nigga, you was just here. We just had plans. Like, we just had shit we, we was about to do. We were like, about to do some shit, bro. We were, about, we were just about to have a good time this week. And now fucking niggas is gone. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I, like, I've never cried for a celebrity. <coughs> I think the closest I ever came was when Bernie Mac died. Because he, he reminds me of my pops a lot. Legend. And he's a fucking legend. Legend. I didn't cry because I was, like, a teenager. But, like, I still was like, damn, nigga, Bernie Mac's fucking gone. And he's not, he's, he's only 50. But at least he's 50. So I was like... You're not you're not old enough to be gone, but you're closer to the age where you would be gone soon anyway. Yeah, like it's tragic that you're gone at fifty. It should have been it was, seventy or eighty. It was a sudden. Yeah, but Mac Miller, like nigga, was fucking twenty seven, bro. Like he had more life. Nigga, we we twenty five, twenty six. Like this nigga was bare. He's our age. Like he's literally how old we are right now. And this nigga, like I like I I, remember, I literally remember. It's crazy because I remember where I was when, when when he died, or when I found out he died. We were all at work. I'm not going to say where, because niggas, you ain't getting niggas fired today, boy. But we was all at work, and we was out in the back. And uh, I forgot who, but somebody walked up, and they were like, did you hear Mac Miller died? And we were like, nah, stop playing, nigga. Like, we like, nah, no, he's not. Yeah, we were like, okay, who, who told you that? And she was like, no, it's like trending everywhere, like Mac Miller died. And it was like the it was like an hour till work, till, till work got out. And I was like, okay. So I went back to work, finished the shift, like the last little hour, got off and got on my phone, went on Twitter, and I was like, holy shit, Mac Miller's fucking dead. Like, that's real. Yeah, same thing happened with Nipsey. 
Yeah, like it just came out of nowhere. Like I was at work and then this shit happened. I was like, bro, it's just trash. Yeah, niggas was just chilling and then we look up and they were like, hey, Nipsey Hussle's dead. And it's like, and it's crazy because we lost both of them in the same year. Like, yeah. two good ass people. Two good positive people that are trying to just trying to make shit, shit better. Yeah, trying to make shit better for people around them. Like, trying to do some shit. Um, yeah, like it. It just it was out of nowhere. And I I went home and like I I watched his tiny desk. And to this day, it's been a year. It's been you know one calendar year now. I cannot watch him do two thousand nine live without crying. That's fair. I mean, it's a good song. Yeah, like that shit's it's a beautiful ass fucking song. Cause he's like, I don't have to lie no more. Like, I don't have to cry no more. Like, cause he's like, nigga, I, 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 he's like, I won this battle with depression. Cause it's, it's like a nigga won the battle, then someone shot him in the back after the fight was over. Seriously though. Like he he won and he then he over lost. Here celebrating and shit, and then someone pops up in the back. Yeah, like fuck that drug dealer again. I think that's like five. I got five more before the show's over. Um, you got like five minutes. Yeah, it'll be ten. Because we got two things to talk about still, so there's there's two Twitter's Twitter's clearly a big part of this episode because the the tweets and Instagram posts about from his friends and shit were important, but there was two things that happened on Twitter that I think were, at, one of them made me a fan of Mac Miller, the other was just some dope shit that like meant a lot, so we gonna start with what the dope shit that meant a lot. So Jay Z, this is uh back in 2017, right? So summer 2017. Excuse me. For context, Jay Z got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. There's only three rappers in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. We talked about it with Missy Elliott. It's Missy Elliott, Jay Z, Jermaine Dupri. And at the time, there was zero rappers. Mm-hmm. Missy got in this year, Jermaine Dupri last year. So two years ago, it was nobody. No, no niggas, no rappers. I mean, there might have been black people like rock stars and blues singers. No rappers. Jay Z is the first. Mm-hmm. And Jay Z deserves it because he's he has a discography. Not to go on a whole. We we talked shit about Jay Z last week. We're not going go on a whole Jay Z rant, but he has a great discography. And he's written music for a whole label of people over yeah. the last twenty years. So he's he's an, he's an immaculate songwriter. It's just, it's, he's written R and B songs and shit. People don't know that. So he he went he got to the hall into the songwriters hall of fame and he he tweeted had Jay Z never never tweets. If you go on his Twitter, it's like probably his most recent tweet, or it's probably something about title. He never tweets. He started tweeting that day or that that evening. Yeah, it was like seven o'clock. So yeah, six o'clock, seven o'clock. He started tweeting like shouting out all kinds of rappers like from old school eighties nineties niggas because he's like I don't get here if y'all don't set the table. Then he's like, shout out to all my niggas who were, came up with me, Nas and and fucking um, wow, I'm blank, Beanie Siegel, like I mean, nigga, like his niggas from Rock, from uh, Rockefeller, like shout out Dame Dash, you know they don't they don't fuck with each other no more. Shout out Kanye. Then he started shouting out all these new niggas, like mad rappers, like shout out Young Thug, shout out Future, y'all setting the table for the new for the new niggas, like shout out uh fucking uh, Kendrick Lamar and, and J Cole, nigga, y'all niggas nice, like he started he was just, he just tweeted and again a stamp of approval. He tweeted mad names, but he just tweeted every name. That Jay Z statement pool means Jay Z is the fucking godfather of hip hop. Like it's just like it, it's just like when Kendrick did the whole controversy. Yeah, if he, if he didn't say your name, you ain't fucking dope. Clearly, guess what name that Kendrick did say? He, he's Mac Miller. Mac Miller. He sure enough said he said Mac Miller. <laughs> that was a Mac Miller. That he included him because he was like, nigga, you're dope, and that means you're a challenger to me. Exactly. Because again, we're we're cool. Because Mac Miller's <coughs> cool with TDE niggas, so I'm sure Kendrick isn't public like that, but I'm sure they cool too. Like, yeah, of course. So like he was like you know, I think he said like Jermaine Cole Mac Miller like you know, J Cole who everyone lauds is this like conscious rapper next person named up Mac Miller yep. so yeah it's like getting getting a shout out from Jay Z that that shit means something and Jay Z said because he he said too many dot 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 because he had been naming mad people and he was like fab like fabulous and then he was like black people really magic period which is dope because he's like that's how dope we are there's all these niggas that just named who are dope and he was like Mac Miller nice too though because he said black people are magic he didn't say Eminem. He didn't shout out G Easy. He didn't so shout out Mac Miller. He only named black people, and then he was like, "Nah, but black people are magic." But Mac Miller is nice too. Like Mac, that's a crazy shout out. Like for him to be like, "Yo, he black people." All the black people, and then he was like, "Yo, Mac Miller." Mac Miller's a nigga too. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like that nigga Mac Miller, nice bro. Like I heard that last album. Like this is, and this is around the time of the Divine Feminine. Like yeah. I feel like he heard Good AM and and, and the Divine Feminine. Like, hey, who's who's this white boy? This nigga can rap too. Like he got bars. Because he's not like, you know, Eminem's gimmicky where he's like, aggressive, I hate my mom. Like, and Mac Miller's just a good rapper. He's, yeah. just, he's, just, he's just nice. He, just like, knows how, he knows how to speak. Yeah, like he just puts his, his thoughts on verses without being aggressive. He just raps nicely and makes good beats. Yeah. So for him to get that shout out, Mac Miller literally, and this is the dope, I love this so much. This shit is fucking beautiful. <laughs> Mac Miller had this the tweet printed out in like which a really, Which is really cool. In like a huge frame. Like I'm talking like a good like like, three-by-five-foot frame and had that shit on his wall. Next to his, his, his plaque. Yeah, ne- next to his plaque. He had it above his plaque for Dang because Dang went gold with Anderson Pop. obviously. That song was huge. Yeah. 
And above the plaque, above him getting a gold record, he had Jay-Z's tweet. That's real. Cause and this is gonna lead into the next thing. Mac Miller knew that Jay Z saying I'm I'm nice too. That shit means something. Yeah. That's that's like that's one of the ultimate validations. Cause Jay Z's an old head. I just well yeah he's old. Head. Oh I mean he old. He's in forties. He a real old head. He's an old head. So I mean you get the same approval from a real OG. Yeah like I'm pretty dope. Yeah like because Jay Z didn't have to say his name. He could no. he could have stopped with fact. He could have said black people really magic and period. But he was like, nah, Mac Miller too, though. Because he was like, I'm shouting out black people, but also Mac Miller. Yeah. Not all white rappers, just Mac. So, but yeah, that shit was dope. And then, this is actually when I be- I like Mac Miller's mixtapes. This is when I became a fan. Like, I was like, I fuck with you, the person. Mm-hmm. So, this is back in 2000, I think it's like, oh, tw- <sighs> no, I had to be on Twitter at the time. So, 20, I didn't join Twitter in 2014, 2015. So, I had listened to his mixtapes and shit. I was a big fan. Like, I liked his music. And then, Mac Miller pissed, and this is before, like, like, being, like, a Twitter activist and shit was a thing. This is, like, when Twitter first started getting woke and shit. Because right now, like, you, you you say all lives matter. Everyone's, like, wrong. Like, we all know that's the wrong answer. <laughs> wrong. But this is, this is before, this is around the time of Ferguson. So this is when shit was still hot. Like, this is a little bit after Trayvon Martin, before Ferguson. Shit, the, the fucking, or actually, it was a couple months after Ferguson. But either way, like, the fucking, the stove was still hot. White people were not saying Black Lives Matter yet. They were not down for this shit. And Mac Miller tweeted out. We are not. We are all not the same. We are all different, different cultures, and all of them are beautiful. The whole everybody is the same is weak, because he was like, because white people were like, we're all the same. We're all just humans. Like Black Lives Matter shouldn't be a thing. We all lives matter. We like everyone's important. He was like, no, fuck that. We're different, and that's dope. Yeah. But we have to acknowledge that shit. Stop, stop with that bullshit that we're all the same because we're not. The cops don't treat me the same as they treat my homies. Like because Mac Miller, and that's and that's the thing. Like. He respected the hip-hop culture and black culture enough to know, like, I'm a white rapper. They've invited me into this world. I don't have... I'm not entitled to a spot in this world. This is not my culture. This is their yeah, music. This is their music. I'm literally stepping in. Which not... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be aggressive about it. Like, that's the reason we made this podcast. Like, we want... We're niggas talking about music from our people. Like, this is our culture. Yeah. This is ours to discuss. Yeah. Any other voices we let in, that's cool. If you're white and we let you in, that's dope. But this isn't... You don't... You're not entitled to this. The same reason I'm not entitled to fucking bagpipe music... Or to fucking music from like like Italian music. I'm not entitled to their world. If they invite me in, that's dope. But it's theirs. Yeah. They get to decide who's in and who's not. It's their music. And Mac, Mac Miller was like, people have let me in. Black rappers have let me in. Vince Staples and Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler the Creator have let me in. Sid has let me in. Kalani has let me in. It's theirs. So white people were in his mentions, livid. I still remember the day I was on Twitter that night. Like, yo, Mac Miller got these niggas hot. I did not. I figured if you follow Mac Miller, you would have just been like, "No, I agree with you." Nah, nigga. I, and I forget. And this is like another tangent. Like, you know how like when we were kids, our favorite cartoon, our favorite cartoon character on every show was the black character. Yeah. That's just like on car- Code Name Kid Next Door. Everyone's favorite was number five. She, all the black kids' favorite because she's black. You see yourself in her, so she's your exactly. favorite. So I forget, like, because I'm, I'm so. It's the same thing with basketball too. I'm so used to everything being like white dominated that we have to find the one black person. I forget that white people do that too. When they watch, that's why they love Larry Bird. When they watch basketball, they can, they don't see themselves in Dr. J and Magic Johnson. They see themselves in Larry Bird. Right now, they love Kevin Love or they love uh, fucking Porzingis and shit. Even though he's Eastern European, because they're like, you look like me, which is nothing yeah. wrong with that. You see yourself in him, so you're a fan of him. Like that's totally yeah, reasonable. Just like black kids see themselves in LeBron James. Yeah, we. I can see myself in Jordan and LeBron and fucking KD. Like it's yeah. Steph Curry. Shit, Steph Curry's light skin too. So hey, that's that's my dog. Okay. I kind of hate Steph Curry to be honest, but either way. You're just mad cause, uh, we're yeah, tangent, we're tangent. But like, and I was like that. <laughs> but like, that's the thing that I don't, I don't get mad at white people when they do that. Like, that's why if you literally, I learned this in college. If you ask almost any white person their favorite white rapper, they're gonna say a white rapper. They're gonna say Eminem, Macklemore, Macklemore, and maybe G Easy or Mac Miller. If they say Mac Miller, they're real. Because if they say Mac Miller, he was probably like Mac Miller and and some niggas. Because yeah. Mac Miller was down with niggas like. Exactly. But I learned in college, like I, I was like, so we were talking about rap one day. It was a couple of niggas I knew from. They're from Jersey. They're not even from Detroit or any of that shit. And they were like, I was, who's your favorite rapper anyway? They were like, Eminem, bro. Here's why Eminem's the greatest of all time. And I was like, God damn, like, y'all like this nigga? Y'all really like this nigga? <laughs> I, was like, I mean, he cool, I guess. Like, he got respect from niggas. Like, Dr. Dre fucks with him and shit. So I don't, I don't beef with Mac, with Eminem. But his music's not good to me. It's yeah. weird and dark and scary. I don't think I, I, I can truly say the last time I listened to Eminem album was the 8 Mile album. Same. Like, a good, <laughs> like, like, ninth grade or seventh, eighth grade. Like, and that was it. That was it. I, I thought the freestyles were dope, but yep, that that's really it. it. That I, it. The last time I liked an Eminem song was like, that go crazy, ah, go stupid, ah. No, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him that song with Rihanna. Actually, no, you're right. Love the way you lie was a bop. I'll give him that song with Rihanna. Except, but then it went dark. I, this is a tangent. Okay, we're going on, fuck it. It's, it's a Saturday, nigga. We're going on tangents today. 
my the weird that song was dope until the very end when he was like, and if you ever try to leave, this one because Eminem has to fucking be a weirdo. So like, if you ever try to leave again, I'm gonna tie you to the bed and burn the whole motherfucker down. This man was like, there's a whole song about hurt and pain and relationships, and he's yeah, like, he just took it to and the, I'll fucking kill you because I'm a he, psycho. He just took it up to a uh, top. Uh, he just took it up a notch. That he yeah, to. he's like, I'll also domestic violence is my shit, and I'll kill you. What's wrong with you, bro? Goddamn, like that's jail time. Yeah, no, I'm like, nope. I'm like, love the way you like that shit's hard. Da, da, da. Think that's why they call it window pane. Da, da. I'm like, this is dope. <laughs> and then he's like, and I'll tie you to the bed. And I'm like, tie you to the wait, 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 no. He's like, I'll burn the whole motherfucker down. And I'm like, no, change the song. We're out. <laughs> We're done. I was with you for a good three three minutes and 30 seconds. I was with you for three minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> you almost had me, Eminem. Then, you almost had me. Um, yeah, so anyway, to get back on topic, though, like that, like I said, that culture is culture is important. Like, we, you're, okay, you're Haitian, I'm Puerto Rican and African American. Those individual cultures matter. Yeah. You, Haitian culture is dope. We talk about it all the time. Like, shit that you, remember, like, the other day, uh, we were talking about a thing, like, in Haitian culture. That you were like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody else do this. Like, the savings thing y'all yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, and we were, I was like, no, that's fucking dope. Like, that's cool. Why don't other people do that? I've never even considered that. But that's a, it's a thing y'all do in Haitian culture, which is dope. Like, and it's cool that you have your own culture. It's cool that y'all have compa music and shit. It's cool that you have your own way to make rice, your own way to cook meats and shit. Like, you have your own foods, like... Big fat. Same thing for me in Puerto Rican. Like we have our own dances. Fucking, uh, like bachata is dope as fuck. I like dancing to Spanish music. It's fun. Like, yeah. and it's ours. And it's cool that other people enjoy it. I like being African American. Rap music is dope. I like turning up. I like having a good time. I like, I like soul food and Southern food and shit. Like, I like fucking collard greens. I like sweet potato pie. Like, that shit's fire. Baked mac and cheese is the shit. Like, <laughs> shit. give me, give me all that shit all day. So it's, it's dope that we all have our own cultures. Because, because yeah. I'll eat fucking mofongo and then also eat fucking collard greens. It's fine. Put them on the both same plate. I'm those, are, regardless. those are both my cultures, and I'm that's dope. Regardless, and it's dope that if you're you as a Haitian person could be like, nah, man, Mofongo is dope, or like fucking um, damn, I just went blank on the dessert I was trying to think of. Uh, flan, like if you're like, yo, flan is yeah. dope, like you're like, cause that we're welcoming you into the culture, and you're enjoying a part of it while being respectful of it. Yeah, big facts. Which is important. It's and, actually really cool. It's this is different. Uh, it's actually really cool. Like you go to like a sushi spot or like a Chinese spot or whatever like that, and you, like you think the person that makes your food, yeah, and they they're like really happy because they're like happy that you're actually trying the culture, yeah, and like they're introducing to your culture, like, hey, this is my food. This is what try we eat, it. yeah. Yeah, try it. And if you if you fuck with it, that's just, that's a compliment to them and their culture. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's dope to me when white people like rap music as long as you're respectful, which is what Mac Miller was. Like Eminem too. I'm not gonna I'll give him that. He always had the co-signing of black people because he, ne- he he Eminem never said nigga. Eminem never came in trying to be like I'm black too. He was like, no, I'm white and I, I'm I'm a white trailer trash nigga. Yeah. But I am what I am, and y'all are letting me in, and that's cool. That's and I appreciate yeah. the, the spot I've been given. Shout out to Fifty Cent and Dr. Dre for letting me in. Yeah. So it's like, but anyway, so these back Miller tweets, that was a whole tangent about culture. That was a good context setting, though. We needed, like, to establish what he was talking about. And then he really pissed white people off. He said, also, white people, reverse racism isn't real, which you know they hate that shit. <laughs> you tell them like, that, you, that black people can't be racist against white people, and they lose their minds. Because it's like, <laughs> racism is about power. It's, that's not about, it's not someone called me mayonnaise boy. You calling me the N-word isn't about the word. It's that that, pow- that word has power and degrades my ability to be in this culture, like, in I've this country. I've never heard anyone say mayonnaise. It's actually a, a, a tweet that we screenshot, we bring up all the time, whenever, like, we're, like, white people are, uh, this is the super tangent. Antonio Brown called his GM on the Raiders a cracker this week. So it was, like, a whole big thing where everyone's like, you can't say cracker. And white people were like, yes, they can. <laughs> cracker doesn't have any power. Cracker doesn't hurt my, cracker can't hurt me. I'm like, like, the N-word has kept people from jobs. The N-word has kept people from having fucking homes and being in the military and having opportunities. Like, that has real power to it. Crack has never stopped anybody from doing anything. Seriously. It's just a word. Like, and it's, it's, a, it's an insult. I, would, I don't say it to white people. I'm not going to do it for no reason. Antonio Brown probably shouldn't have said it. But to pretend it has the same power as the N-word is just not true. To pretend it has the same power Very as... <laughs> the fact that I can say cracker, but I, can't, I won't say the N-word, tells you how much more power the N-word has. It doesn't have the same impact as the S S P I C K word for trans people. Like that word carries weight. It's it stopped me from doing shit in my life. That's a different ball game than you just feel having your feelings hurt. Yeah. So Mac Miller was like, also white people, reverse racism isn't real because black people can't stop white people from doing anything. Not like system, not systemically. We can't stop them from getting jobs. We don't have, we don't own the means of production. We don't own fucking business. Like, we own businesses and shit, but not in the way they do. We don't own industries where we can be like, you know what? I want to hire a white guy, not a black, not a black person. There's th- there's whole there's a whole sociological field of study on this. So y'all want to argue with me? Google first. Don't don't tweet me. Go, go on Google and ask your questions there. Anyway, he was like, racism describes a system built to keep a race or ethnicity away from success and evolution, and that's a fucking bar. That be Ma- Ma- that might be Mac Miller's greatest bar. This man, these people got so mad at this man. Bro, they were hot in his mentions. 
Um, he also said, uh, dear white people who listen to rap music, which this is what I was like, yo, they're pissed. <laughs> Them, the Tiki Torch whites, they wanted to burn Mac Miller down. Unfollow, unfollow. They were unfollow. blocking that nigga. They were like, I'm not, a fan. I'm not gonna listen to your music anymore. They were pissed. They were like, Eminem's actually better than you. They were, they were heated. <laughs> he said, dear white people who listen to rap music, what have you done for the Black Lives Matter movement? Because he's like, you you love their culture, right? You think their music is dope and you want to do their dances and you want to eat their food and talk like them. What have you done for them? Police are killing them. What the fuck are you doing? Seriously. You want to you enjoy all the parts of African-American people and black people. But you won't accept their culture. Yeah, but you won't support them when it comes down to it. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll take from their shit. You'll be like, no, I want to wear braids and I want to have dreads and I want to, you know, I want a bottom grill and I want to fucking do, I want to hit the nene and shit and I want to go to parties where they're playing rap music. You want all, you want all the dope parts of their shit, but you don't want to help them. When the police are fucking shooting them. You don't give a fuck about that part. Yeah. You only care about what you can take from them. You haven't given anything back. And bro, I've never seen them turn on a white person like this on Twitter. <laughs> Niggas all the time. That, that's, that's regular. I, I can call the N-word on Twitter twice this week. That's, that's regular. That's just part of the game. That's part of tweeting. <laughs> but no, like, I've never seen them, like, be so angry at somebody. But it's because he told the truth, like. And when you tell the truth, people get mad. Yeah. So, like, that tweet, like, that's when I became, I was like, nah, Mac Miller's like, not just a cool rapper, like, I fuck with you as a person. And that's why I started watching more of his videos and his interviews and get, becoming, like, a fan of Mac Miller the human. Because I'm like, that's, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to piss off your white fans like that. You're white. No one was asking you to say Black Lives Matter. Nobody was asking you to piss off white people. Yeah, but he has to understand. He, he, well, he, under, he understood that, again, he's in, he's in a culture where it's majority of black people. Yeah. And he is a guest. Well, not anymore because he's he's a real nigga. Yeah, so, he's 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 accepted in he, now. He's he's, he's family yeah, now. Yeah, but he was he was a guest. Yeah, he was a guest. So now he's like he's definitely in. Even me, honestly, even before the tweets, he was definitely in regardless. Yeah. So I mean, it just it just shows how he supported. He supports black people. He supports black music, and he supported the movement that everyone was doing. The whole uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like movement. he like he was out there with his fist people. up, like stop shooting them. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, because like I said, it's a you shouldn't have to have black friends to do this, but I think. If you grow up around people who don't look like you, you learn to understand that it's not just about you and shit. Yeah. And that's a lot of white people's problems. They haven't been around enough black people in their lives. But, like, Mac Miller knows that Tyler, the creator, has been held up by police for some bullshit. Mac Miller knows that Ben Staples hates the fucking police. And he, know, he knows why. Because he's like, we've had conversations. I've talked to my black friends. And he understands every single bit of it. Yeah, he's like, Sid has told me how hard it is to be a black gay woman. How hard it is to be gay, and how hard it is to be black, and how hard it is to be a woman, and how all that shit intersects, and it's fucking hard. Exactly. So he's like, and I listened, and I understood, and I'm, I'm better for it, and now I can try to, you know, as a white person, like, he has a, be- he, people are going to listen to him more. That's just what happens. Like, it's being an ally. When a woman says, hey, rape is wrong, and here, here's the reasons why, and here's how rape works, and how, here's how the culture allows rape to happen, people are like, shut up, bitch. When a dude says it, they're like, oh, shit, no, you're right, bro. And the same thing goes for black people. Like when black people say, "Hey, racism is bad, and police are killing us, and we they're 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 not letting us get jobs and shit," everyone's like, "Shut up, shut up, n word, shut up, go back to your place." But when a white person says it, they're like, "Why would you say that? How could you say something so controversial?" But it's like, but they have to they, they have to listen because like they see themselves in that person, so they have to listen to that person. Exactly. And he used his power for good in that way. White people, white, white people don't see themselves as black people. Yeah, they just don't. They don't, we're not, not, and some do. This is, you know, not, not hashtag, not all. Not all of y'all. If you're white, if you're white and you're listening to this, we're probably not talking about you. Don't take it personally. Yeah. We're clearly, if you're, you're listening to two black people talk about black music, we're clearly not talking about you. But there's people who you know who we're talking about. There's people that we know who we're talking about where you just, they, they dehumanize us. And McLean was like, fuck that. Stop dehumanizing them. Stop. Because you can, you can only steal from somebody you don't see as a person. You can only steal from somebody you don't see yourself in. So if you want to steal our culture and take our shit without respecting us as people, you have to not see us as people for that. Exactly. And McElroy was like, fuck that. And if you do that, don't follow me. Don't, don't fuck with my... I don't want you to be a fan. Uh, uh, this, this writer named Chase Serrano, uh, I, I put you... You know, the office book and shit like that. Yeah. My favorite, he's my favorite writer. He used to be a teacher, now he's a writer. But he, he often tweets, he'll be like, oh, just by the way, like, this has nothing to do with anything. But if you still if you if you still fuck with Trump, unfollow me. Don't read my books. Don't buy my shit. And then people get mad. And they're like, "Hey, bro, you just lost a you just lost a reader." And he'll be like, "Oh, I did, I did." And he'll block them. And he'll screenshot the block. And I'll be like, "Yep." He'll be like, "And slam dunk, nigga." Like, because he's like, "I don't give a fuck." I literally said, "Don't read my book. I don't want your readership." Because if you're a fucking racist, I don't want you following me and, and supporting me. I don't want your money. And Mac Miller was like, "If you don't fucking understand and respect black people, I don't want your money, nigga. I'm good." Remember he did that. Uh, remember he did that. Um that uh, performance 
and then he did a whole rap on Donald Trump. Oh yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, like this man was saying, "Fuck Trump" yeah, way yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. And then he was like, "Hey, I made the song when I was a kid." Yeah, this is how I feel about this now. Yeah, which he, is very cool. And just updated it because he's like, "No, still fuck that nigga." Yeah, but here's my more adult way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> here's me saying it as an adult. This fuck that. Nigga. Very clean of of, uh, of Matt for that. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, we. We've, we've ranted and we've raved and we talked about why Mac Miller is dope. If you don't, if you haven't, if you've never listened to Mac, honestly, like you can do yourself a favor. Really, it it really will change your life. And I know we say that about all kinds of artists but every week, but Mac like truly, Miller, Mac Miller is that nigga. Like he he has songs for everything. If you want to be hype, if you want to be calm, if you if you're sad, if you're happy, he has something for you. He has a lot for you. And like I said, that's that shit will move you like in a real way. And that's that's one of the greatest things he an has, artist can do. He has what. Uh, Four albums and like three or four mixtapes. Yeah, he's got he's got like a good eight to ten projects out there. Yeah, and then he's got hella features. Like just honestly, it's and it's because it's an anniversary of his death. I'm sure if you go on your your music app today, because this is dropping today, y'all finna get it today. Yeah, he will be uh, he will be up there. Yeah, they'll be like they'll be like like here's a here's a Mac Miller playlist. Here's a mix of his best songs. Like do yourself a favor today if you're while you're driving around, just play some Mac Miller for him, man. Because I'm and aside from the fact that he's dope. Playing his music means he gets his family still gets money. His record label gets money, so his family gets money. Mac Miller's mom, I watched a lot of interviews with her after he died, and she was, cause she loves her son. She's like, he was a fucking good person. Like she loved that her son was a good person, and that yeah, that moved her more than him being a rapper or having money. So like you know, go 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 stream one of his albums just to get give it, put some money in his mom's pocket. Yeah, that was an important thing. Yeah, give, give it to give it to his mom even after he's gone, like cause he's still providing for her by having the music out there. They're still getting checks in his name. Same way, like Nipsey Hussle, the same thing. Um, I'm so, what I'm, you know, what is Nipsey Hussle's wife's name? Laura London. Laura London. Like same way, she's still getting checks off his music. Mac Miller's mom is still getting checks off yeah, his of music. Course. Same way, XXX Tentacion's mom is still getting checks off his music. Like, oh, they, I mean, support support them. This album. Yeah, they did the deluxe edition of his album, right? Yeah. I might listen to it. The, my the kids really like it. I might check it out just because, just just for their sake. But anyway, so this is good. I saw Mac Miller, man. R.I.P. to the kid. We fucking miss you, bro. Like. There ain't, no, ain't no two ways about it. You were a dope fucking artist, and yeah, that's it. So you know, check follow us. Obviously, follow us on 808s and Hot Takes Pod on Twitter. Follow me on Turtle with a Pen, and uh, well, I'm, I'm not gonna scream we out because it's a sad day, but you know, we out. Tata. This man. Tata. Tata. I mean, what, what else? Tata.
looking for, what was looking for me. But I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. And she don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah, they ask me what I'm smiling for. Well, because I've never been this high before. It's like I never felt alive before. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have me peace of mind than war. You see me and you, we ain't that different. I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging. Take my time to finish, mind my business. A life ain't a life till you live it. I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul. Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own. With these arms, I can carry you home. I'm right here when you're scared and alone, and I ain't never in a hurry. You don't never gotta worry. Even when it's 7.30 and the time is running low. When your heart get cold. See what's behind all them unturned stones. And I'm a pro when it come to my job. But really, I'm just trying to start believing in God. Now when it gets hard. I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm. Because I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door.